0: Cross Conversations, chatting all things dogs and running. Join me, Michelle. Me, Louise, as we chat to guests and experts
1: about dogs and running, sometimes whilst we are out running.
0: Hello and welcome to Canny Cross Conversations. Today we have a very special episode all about the toughest Canicross race on the planet. Have you heard of it? It's called the Trophée de Montagne. That's my best French accent. And we're joined by Natalie Chadwick, who's recently completed the race. So hi, Natalie. Thanks so much for joining us.
2: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: Would you like to give our listeners just a little introduction to you and how you first got into crossing?
2: Yeah. Um, Oh, gosh. So, yeah, Natalie, um, I'm not young, (laughs) but I'm not old. So so it gives hope to everyone. Um, Gosh, I've probably started... Hanny Cross in oh my god it must be about 2012 I think it is um when I got my first um rescue dog um a spring of spaniel she was 18 months and Canny Cross was something that I wanted to get into. Um, I'd heard all about it from um, a friend that I worked with, her husband um did it, and um she introduced me to him, and that was it. He took me out on some training runs and that was it. I was hooked. Um, I only ever done Canny Cross for fun, not really competitions. I did some of like the charity races, like um Hardest snails and some of the brutals, um, just those ones, just all very kind of like casuals, but never really done any of like like the um events um uh, like the series races um so which job you, you,
1: sorry which job were you doing this with at the
2: time um, this, this was jess right. so um yeah she was 18 months at, at the time um yes yeah, so i was just doing it just for fitness and just for fun um life kind of took over my son was a competition swimmer so i then spent like the kind of next I can't remember 8 years 9 years then um yeah living at swimming pools you know supporting him um competing he then gave up and I actually wanted to get into Candy Cross more seriously just by following other people's you know stories on Facebook and Instagram and stuff um so kind of like fast forward to 2018 I think it was and I got um Edna um so she's my um European sled hound um she was bred <laughs> by um my friend that got me into the canny cross um he owns her her dad so she came in from france um i think three of the litter came to the uk the rest are all over europe there and they're, were. They're great dog so although i enjoyed you know the puppy stage i was just i just couldn't wait to start getting her in harness and start training and and stuff like that um and our actual first um canny cross race was another race in france actually called the TSB and I can't remember for the life of me what the initials stand for. It's trophy sir something. Um and that was our first actual um event. So right in the deep end, absolutely hooked. Um and then yeah, kind of fast forward um 2019 was when I actually entered for the TSB. Um sorry TDM even, and um, and that was through my my friend out in, in France, so Mark Dunbar. Um he he'd been convincing me keep going you've got to do it you've got to do it you've got to do it and eventually well he he kind of entered me so I didn't really have a have a choice (laughs) um and then obviously Covid hit so it was like my entry was for 2020 so we had to wait two years so yeah this summer was was it so can I just step back
1: a bit the TSB is that the one that's in November
2: Yes, so we're going yeah. out doing that as well.
1: <laughs> I've been told that I should go and do that as well. So, um, oh, it's brilliant. It, I don't it, know it, if I can so with you, but yeah,
2: yeah. No, they, they did Kenny cross bike and scooter, so it's 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 an, it's another good one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> excellent. So you so you headed off. So where, the TDM, I've got to get these initials right now. The TDM was in. You've just done it over the summer, haven't you? Yeah. So
2: it was. Um, very last week in um July, the beginning of August. Um, so it's uh 10 races over nine days. So after getting um animal health certificates, don't even get me on that, and you know, <laughs> prepping and anything, booking tunnels and getting camper van ready. That was it, off me and two of the dogs. So I've got another Oh yeah, kind of didn't go into that. I did get Ernie. that as well, Ernie. Yeah. I've
1: got um, I've got previous with Ernie.
2: Yeah. I forgot to mention him, blessing. <laughs> this is what I mean, it just all goes in all around in your head. Um yeah, so me, Ernie and Edna in my little camper van went travelling to the um, the French Alps um and it's a long drive so we did it over um two days um had an overnight stop at a campsite and actually met um another um English lady who's down in Devon so we agreed to meet at the campsite and then do the last leg of the journey together um and she she was lovely um so Lynn hi Lynn (laughs) (laughs) um and um yeah we we got to the place and and this is the beauty about French events um They're so relaxed. Um, We didn't have to pay for camping, but it did mean kind of like roughing it. So there's, they call them stations. So over the event, there's um, three different sites that you stay at. And I think the, i think it was the first four days um at the oz station i can't say the french pronunciation for it but everyone called it oz um and then there was we then moved from there to um an overnight stop in Alamond and then the for one race and then we then moved to um i've again forgotten the the place or- oris i think it was called um where the last lot of races were some people did choose to have like apartments out there and then drive each day to the the start um but a lot of the well there's five brits out there and the rest of the europeans all in camper vans motorhomes um so yes it's all very very informal were you Um,
1: worried about the heat because obviously july oh god it's not (laughs) penny season really is it
2: no. So, well, it is out in Europe because, again, the, the dogs out there, they're used to the, the temperatures. Um, again, they still have the same problems with, you know, with heat stroke and, um, and stuff like that. So, you know, you know your dog. Um, with Edna, I, w- I was worried about the temperatures here, but I was going out quite early in the morning and we were just kind of like hiking and running more than anything, taking loads of water. Um you know, but I know my dog, I know what she's capable for, but I was never going to get her climatised to out there. But when we got in the mountains, because we're quite high up, didn't have the humidity. So although it was hot, um, yeah, the dog seemed to adapt quite quite well to it. Um, the organizers of the race, um, normally the races are between 4K and 8k, they did actually cut them down because obviously Europe had been in a heat wave. Um, so it was still, it was still quite hot. Um, so they cut the races down to 5k. There was loads of water um, out on course and at the end. Um, and I carried extra water um, for myself and for Edna um, as well. And a couple of times, you know, we just stopped just to have water um, during the, during the race. So yeah, but a lot of the races as well started quite early in the morning. But I think it was eight, half eight. I think one morning we started at about 7.30. The night race was lovely because it was at 10 o'clock at night. So it was <laughs> quite fresh. Um, so, yeah, and they have vets on site as well. Um, so there's like an event vet there. So Yeah, it sounds
0: fantastic. So just talk us through the different kinds of events that there are there, then, in the um, nine days. So...
2: So the TDM is all canny Cross, unlike the TSB, which has the the different disciplines. Um, but the um, yeah, it's, it's basically all canny Cross. Um, you can you can register two dogs, so you can swap dogs. Um, okay. But I only uh, registered. Edna because I was actually loaning Ernie to a French girl who was running in the juniors that didn't have a dog so I couldn't use him um so Edna bless her she did all 10 races so I was actually amazed at her her fitness and mine um (laughs) yeah she she just coped really really well so yeah so it's just a canny cross event
0: yeah okay so So uh, some kind of uphill downhill (laughs) Um, it's mountains. <laughs> yeah. So you're on top of ski resorts. So you're okay. quite
2: high already. Um, and every day was a different um route. So day one, the race one was um it was 5k and it it was a bit mad. And I was I must admit, I was kind of thinking, oh my god, what have I let myself in for? Because no one seeded and it's in waves of 40. And that is like a hell of a lot of dogs and people, wow. <laughs> but there was still quite a lot of space. It was all, you're all sectioned off quite well. So there's still quite a lot of space. I like to kind of keep to the side and then the back out the way, just let all the mad people go first. <laughs> um, after that race, you're then seeded and it's a bit more, you're you're with the same, you know, the people that run at your speed and stuff. But yeah, the first race is a bit crazy with some of the French or Germans or whichever nationality going under your lines as you're running because they just want to yeah go past you so oh it's all god. like oh my god um but that one was if I remember rightly um I think we had god I can't remember now I think it went it was like kind of up and then it was just like a big down um through forests um different terrain so kind of like rocky so you have to have really good. Um, well you don't have to have really good trainers because I actually discovered a pair that that weren't didn't cost mega money that's that's another story um but yeah you've got to have you know good footwear Mm. because the terrain you know you just trip and fall and um yeah because
1: it's quite mountainous and obviously the downhill with the dog and in fact I know you you struggled downhill didn't you
2: we do yeah edna has no downhill i have tried and tried to train her she she just has one speed and that is go as fast as i i can and and she doesn't care (laughs) um the the second i think it was yeah the second race i absolutely loved that was in our favor because that was just up it was um i think we climbed 2000 feet in 5k um so that was our strength that race we did loads of overtaking um i think it was the I Think it was the fo- yeah, the fourth race I've got here. So we started in waves of 40. <laughs> yeah, this cool. one's a bit mad. It had a huge downhill, which I just lose so much time because I have to literally come to a walk, um, leaning back just to hold on to her because she will go and I will fall flat on my face. Um, so we had this big downhill. Um, but the beauty of this one was there's a big climb. So all the people that overtook me, I could manage to overtake them and again. But it also had, they have a free dog section. So where it gets quite steep going down, you can actually let your dog off the line. So all of a sudden, there's me hanging on for dear life. And you've got dogs shooting past you and people, dogless or with dogs. Um, But you have to get your dog back online at a certain point as well. So um, you then do have people struggling to catch their dogs again. And I'm kind of like waving goodbye. (laughs)
1: Yeah. A nightmare is Edna reactive I can't remember to other dogs she's not is um, she?
2: she can be when we're just out walking but once she's in harness or, or, and working she's absolutely fine she doesn't she doesn't care she's just focused on on what she's doing so, and, yeah, I,
1: I know you good. said dogs are all over the place I mean that just sounds like a complete nightmare to me if I'm honest <laughs> uh, but, but were they sort of because I know when you know when you're out canny crossing sometimes and you've got loose dogs and they come up running to you with with the cannycross cross dogs still running down or, and they were they quite well behaved and
2: they, they were I think a lot of them are, are used to it they've done you know TDN for so many years they they just know kind of like the drill so yeah they they do just literally just overtake you and and that and almost some of them were waiting at the at the where you have to hook the dogs back um, but a lot of them when the owners were calling them back they were coming back there was one that went off into the woods and the poor lady had to kind of climb up this steep bank to try and get her dog back so yeah. it's um yeah it, it's very entertaining
1: <laughs> so so what sort of people were doing it because it because you uh, I know you wrote a blog about it and it was like I mean because you're you're probably like the rest of us, you know, and I don't mean that disrespectfully, you've done a lot of canny cross, but you're you're not the fastest are you I'm saying that all wrong but you know what I mean
2: (laughs) yeah I do know what I love racing and for me it's not about winning I just want to have great fun with with my dog and I was probably of the same illusion that everyone else is is with the TDM that you think it's just for the elite athletes and stuff it really isn't it honestly there were I think there was about I think it's about 300 competitors um different shapes sizes abilities ages you know they have um I forget what you call it now plus veterans so you've got like your 60 plus as well mm-hmm. um <laughs> so it's all in in age groups um and it's like yeah you've got your elite runners and they are amazing to watch you know the dogs are so well trained and everything but then you've got me that's you know just quite happy to to plod along but actually I was quite surprised with myself because I did actually come eighth in my age age um category mm-hmm. Um, so I, I wasn't expecting expecting that at all. um
0: What's um, oh I can't think what I was going to say then. Sorry, gone blank. <laughs> I was going to ask what kind of dogs are there. I mean, because you've obviously oh, got a canny cross, you know, dog bred specifically for for these kind of sports. Yeah.
2: So again, there's and this is what I love about the TGM. There's every type of dog going. Yes, there are some huge, absolutely monster sizes of European sled hounds and the greysters Um, there was loads of huskies Um, there's quite a lot of um, German shepherds and Dalmatians Um, there was a lovely guy um, from Spain who rescues I can't remember what they're called now they're the um, Spanish version of the greyhound um and he had I think he bought five of them um to the event and he was racing and she was absolutely beautiful And you know bearing in mind she's you know had a horrendous life he's uh, rehabilitated her she was you know fantastic dog I can't I've, I have to send you what breed it is I can't remember what they're they're called um uh, but they're really abused out in 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 Spain um but yeah and there was um oh my god there's a couple of like cockapoo type dogs um there's some like terriers so again it's it really isn't you don't have to have a euro hound or a grey star it is for any any type of dog you know as long as they can run the distance
1: so Um, it's like a bit like having the london marathon or something like that you've got the elites and then you've got you know joe blogs going on
2: But you'd be surprised because, you know, some of the people that were on the podiums, they, you know, they weren't, they didn't all have, you know, the the Eurohounds and, and stuff. They were, yeah. you know, of a breeze. So, so it's so great to see. And even Ernie, I mean, he's he's a rescue cross. Um, lacrosse. Um, he's lovely. <laughs> he, he looks like a Labrador, but he, he's not. Um, <laughs> and um, he was running with the juniors, um, a, a French girl, Ella. And he came third um, in the in the juniors, so it, you know it just goes to show, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong; I love the Eurohounds, and you know, and they are are brilliant. Have one, but yeah, you don't have to have, you know, the, the special types of dogs.
1: No, and I think that's what almost puts people off, doesn't it? And this is kind of why we wanted to get you on because it was like, you know, we've had Georgie on, we've had a few others that are sort of, you know, really top and take take it really seriously and that's you know um but it's quite nice to know that we could go out and do it and uh, i know georgie was trying to get me to do the tsb next this year i can't do it this year but because i don't think so she, I think she was saying, because of my age, you would be really good. You'll be all yeah. right in your age group so you could do well. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, uh, but, uh, do you know, I've only, I've only, obviously now I've done the, the TSB. This year would be my third time and this was the first TDM. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of our races, they are all friendly. Um, and you know all the competitors. Doesn't matter what country they come f- from. You know they they everyone helps everyone, everyone supports everyone, um, and it's honestly it's it's brilliant, and it is for any any standard um, as well. So yeah, don't be put that- off.
1: Yeah, and I think that comes across from the Goodworth uh, podcast I did because, you know, I met all you guys for the first time and it was just, and I was, I was just shoving a mic in your face, they talk to me about canicles. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, so no, I think, and I think that's what people, I suppose people always get put off by the elite side of things, don't they? But that's in yeah. all sports, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: it's Honestly, it's, it's a great one. And I, I really encourage anyone that's looking, you know, that loves going on holiday with their dogs, to do an event because it's a family event they have um infant classes and they have junior classes as well as obviously that you know the adults so yeah. everyone can get involved and then the racing was done all in the morning apart from one early evening race and the night race um and then you've got the whole the whole day and you know there's there's lakes to swim in they had like um i forgot what you call them now um east e-mountain scooters so you could go you know around yeah. the trails, you know the mountain trails on these scooters there's so much to do you know walking and biking and you know just going out with your your dogs it it really is you know a great place it's absolutely beautiful as well but
1: does
0: yeah. it sound michelle it's perhaps amazing. we need to do this i know it sounds fantastic yeah. a fair fortnight yeah. <laughs> well,
2: we need- need more Brits. As I said, there's only five of us um, that competed this year. And I think oh. part of it is because people are worried, you know, about having to get the um, animal health certificates. Mm-hmm. But there's there's such a great support um, group that, you know, we have actually found vets that do them reasonably, especially if you've got multiple dogs as well. So, you know, there's ways, yeah, there's, ways, there's ways to get getting out
0: there and and stuff so yeah so let's just talk about the logistics a moment you obviously went over in your camper van with the with the dogs what what kind of what things you need to put in place then before you go to to Um, your dog out of out of the country and race it what happens what's the process
2: well I'm probably the most unorganized person And going so so me it's kind of like even now I haven't booked anything for TSB and that's kind of like the end of end of October so the only thing I have got in the diary is to actually contact the vet so um 10 days before you if you haven't got a European passport um you have to get an animal health certificate so your dogs have to um have the rabies injection and for the for racing as well um you have to have all the um vaccinations um but again there's a Facebook Um, page for all the competitors for the TDM and they put all the everything um, in there in every language so you know so when when my dogs were having their vaccinations I showed her the um the Facebook page and said you know do the vaccinations cover all these and and it did so yeah you have just got to make sure of that so for me it's kind of like the dogs are the most important bit you know get their animal health certificates um and then they're they're sorted um then obviously I travel by um the Euro tunnel. for me. It's just easy. I get too bored, you know, I'm quite happy with a half hour kip, you know, on the tunnel. Um, and you're with your in the car or the van with, with your dogs, and then you just just go off. Um I do have to have um membership as well. So um I'm a member of the um, BSSF and NATB and I think I can't remember who else, but they will cover you with their club insurance um, to compete abroad, um, as well as in the the UK. Um, so yes, yeah, so you have to have the the insurance. Um, I think that's it, really. It's yeah, it's just yeah, making sure you're fit, your dogs fit, and um, and the dogs have their animal health certificates. And obviously, you need to make sure you've got your passports as yeah. <laughs> as well. Yeah, um, I think that. Yeah, <laughs> so, I think that's it, really, with the. Um, documentations um because everything seems to be kind of like relaxed now with the covid so you haven't got to worry about doing like the covid passports or anything like that so yeah. um yeah and then obviously uh, accommodation as i said most people are in camper vans or motorhomes um because it was so warm you could um, have tents as well obviously LC's and runs in the winter so staying in a tent isn't always practical but there's loads of people um in tents and then, as I said some people also hired some of the um apartments as well um in some of the villages so um, yeah so they, they don't charge for camping but you, you're literally camping in car parks so that they do provide like port <laughs> okay. and there's there's a shower when you can find it there's a shower in like the sports hall um so yeah I think I'm, I probably shouldn't tell this but I think I probably had about five showers in the, <laughs> in the, in the two weeks there swimming oh, the lake and then everything else was washing in, in the bucket you know in the morning yeah. and anything yeah. type thing um but yeah, if you're not if you're not precious, then it's. But do you know what? It's all all fun. Um, yeah, that sounds great. So it, just, it, it just makes it all.
1: But so what did you do for your own training? I mean, obviously, you took the dog out in harness as well. But did you do anything
0: different for you? Yeah, um, running up mountains is quite different to what we're we
2: yeah, I'm, I'm running down mountains. Yeah. <laughs> I, do you know what? I had all the good intentions to kind of like go over to Wales and you know do some hiking or running or go you know um, go somewhere where there's bigger hills. I haven't got many hills. Here. I've got Wendover Woods, but they're they're nothing like um, yeah what you experience there. Um, But to be honest, I was just doing my normal training. So I was just I was running um, a couple of times a week. I do um, kettlebells um, and I do cycling. Um, I I didn't somehow manage to get it in this year, but I also do open water swimming. But some reason didn't didn't happen. So you do need that overall um, fitness. But I think next year now knowing what i know i will try and just get in some of those mountain runs in because it it does make a difference but i was quite surprised actually at my at my fitness you know I, i surprised myself i knew edna was fit um, but I, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I, I can make this. But there were there was, do you know what? There's some parts on on some of the mountains. They were so steep. Even, you even, doesn't matter how much training you've done, you would not be able to to run it. So it's just kind of like hiking. So even if you're not a great runner, just get loads loads of hiking, and that's what I ended up doing because of the heat here as well. it's just yeah. kind of incorporating lots of hills, doing the same loop and and stuff.
1: And what were What were the dogs' paws like when you were doing the race? Were they, Um, because it's, I assume it's sort of, you know, if it's ski resorts and stuff like that, it's sort of shaley and, you know, rocks.
2: Yeah, it's all different. There's forest trails. There's a lot of like kind of shingles, rocks and boulders. But I was checking Edna's feet um, every, every evening and Ernie's and we had no problems what, you know, whatsoever. You, you notice like, a couple of people uh, running their dogs in boots. um You know, which you're, you're allowed to do. But yeah, for my dogs, absolutely fine. So, and I don't, I don't feed them any supplements or anything. um You know, for paws or anything. So, um, so just, I don't know, if it's luck in their,
1: or... <laughs> Yeah, they're just doing their normal routine, really, and just going out for a run.
2: That's it. Yeah, a... loved <laughs> it. That's no. it. Oh, they, they did. They, yeah absolutely
0: is there (laughs) any particular events for during next year's tbm that you're looking forward to or kind of nervous about because i know you mentioned a few scary moments in the blog that you did yeah so um,
2: (laughs) yeah so I, i think what i'll do next year i probably will um enter both the dogs um and alternate them although I do love running with <laughs> with Edna I, even though I'm, I'm scared going downhill with her it's still fun um but I think the little bit of competitiveness in me it's kind of come out and it's like actually if I'd run with Ernie on this one because of the, you know the steep hill you know I'd probably get a better time so yeah. that little yeah streak has has come out where you know I've, I've completed the TDM you know the dogs are safe I was safe next year kind of yeah I think I might you know. Try and just go for it a little, little bit. So, yeah, I'll probably enter both dogs. Use Ernie where I know there's the big downhills, and Edna, you know, for the for the other races. Um, so Ernie'll allow
0: you to run a bit more. Is that what you mean? Because he's not pulling so hard. He'll be. Yeah,
2: he, yeah, yeah I'd, yeah. I'd have to work harder. <laughs> than yeah. I'd do with Edna. <laughs> and I'd be safer downhill with with Ernie. Yeah. Um. So that's yeah, I think bit. that's probably.
1: That's the bit that worries me now, and I think it's because I've had injury, like knee injury. So when I run downhill now, i'm I think I'm more cautious and even with the dog. You know, I, I get it. I know you were asking on Facebook about the behind command, weren't you, and things like yeah. that, because you, you can't teach her that. But she does run behind with me. It's about the only thing she does do. Um, and, and that's that's quite nice. When she's behind me, I can run because you've not got that worry yeah. of her just pulling, yeah. pulling, pulling. And it is quite a scary thing. And I'm not running down mountains. You know, it's just sort of hills and stuff. It's it And it's yeah. hard on the body, isn't it? So.
2: It yeah. is. I, was, I was amazed actually I didn't I thought I was going to ache every single evening and I, I did I made sure I did all my stretches and everything but I think because every race you're using different muscles you're not just kind of like running on flat or um, I don't know if I'm making making sense but I just felt like the whole body was having a good workout so I, you know I wasn't getting yeah the aches and pains that I normally I and you were either. probably, as
1: you said, you were walking and swimming and stuff like that. So you were doing all the things. It wasn't like you just sat and, and you know, didn't move for a while. So, yeah. you, you know, you were keeping yourself moving all the way through it, which was good. You talk about night run as well. So yeah. I love night running. I think that's my favourite thing. Um, but what was that like?
2: Oh, my God. This this one was, it was amazing. If it, I, I can only describe it as magical. That sounds really corny, uh. but... Um the, the first thing was when we got our times, it was a bit of a shock because my my time was like 10 to 10. I thought, geez, I'm in bed at nine o'clock every <laughs> every night. All, how the hell am I gonna, you know, stay awake? Um, but it was quite nice just to have like the day off so you could just, you know, just relax and chill. Um, we all got yeah, got ready and we had to walk down kind of like a big slope to get to the um the start. And it's brilliant because you have to run with a head torch. Um and, and again, this is something that I would do different as well. It's like the people had like the reflective collars on, like the light collars on their dogs. Some people had fairy lights all over them. Oh. Um, and the the atmosphere, it's brilliant. It's like a real party atmosphere. Loads of people came out to watch. So people that were on holiday in, in the villages as well just came out yeah. to, to watch. And it, it was brilliant. I'm just trying to, I can't remember. I think we started in, I think we started in threes um, on that one. I did actually walk the course um, in the day as well because I just want it was a course obviously we hadn't done so I just wanted to to see it and it was a nice course apart from the last bit which is called the goat goat trail and it's quite a narrow steep trail so again it was another one where I was just kind of well being dragged but walking down it <laughs> um, but and what they do with the night race as well is the slowest runners go first so it's seeded in reverse order so which is really nice and it's, it's, although you can't see the scenery, it's absolutely stunning. It really is. Um, and it's, it's yeah, nice road. The, um, the temperature was a bit cooler as well. We'd had um, a storm that day as well. So, it, um, yeah, temperature came came down a bit. So the dogs enjoyed it. And, yeah, it was just magical because you can just see these lights. But when you come down and you finish and you're then just watching everyone else come down, you just see all these lights. Um in a line just you know just coming down it's just it's it's just brilliant it's and it's just such fun it really is
1: it does it does sound it see doesn't that make you want to do
0: this now Michelle I I would love that my job would be convincing the family to come camping in France for two oh, we could do that <laughs> but there's loads
2: of things to do as well so if they're not into the canny yeah. cross there's still loads of things you can do as, as a fam. you know you can make it um a holiday and you know, and as events go, it's quite cheap to... um But so what to is the have. cost
0: of entering? I, do you know what? I can't
2: remember. I think it was about 150 euros. Okay. Um And that's, yeah, that's for, like, all, all the races. You get um, brilliant T-shirt. I know no one can see it, but it's, like, you, you oh, guys can nice. it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's green. They, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's got yeah. the mountains on the on the back, and they print your name um, of your dog's oh. Oh, that's in Edna. So, yeah you'll see me running at running in that uh, um some of the events um so yeah so the entry is is really cheap um and yeah it's just I mean I'm living in a camper van so it was cheap well, well I shouldn't really say I bought most of my food across, <laughs> but not to um but yeah it's it's not an expensive um kind of like holiday um
1: yeah it, no, it sounds it sounds actually one that that people who are getting into canny cross and wanting to do something different and you know got the time to go and do it, it it would be a really good event and i like you see you could take for your daughter uh michelle you could yeah take. she would love that
0: i could take my mum's chat russell she does yeah. beats yeah yeah there you go so that's would love that <laughs> <laughs> right
1: next year we need to go and do a Cost
2: <laughs> yeah absolutely and interview, interview someone like the um you know the Euro- europeans you know some of the french Germans, yeah. swiss um yeah. it's you know because they've all got oh, yeah different experiences and stories it's it's brilliant it's so good
1: no it's it's uh, it does look quite exciting actually and uh, i'm i'm really excited for the start of the season which for us is in october um canicross middle and so i'm quite excited oh i'm i'm again. there
2: as well are you we, going we to we got, yeah, we've got um Try Dog First. So I think that's two weeks yeah. um before, and then yeah, Kenny Cross uh, Midlands is, as well.
1: Oh so, yeah. And hopefully we yeah. might see some of our uh, listeners as well. So to yeah. You say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you've summed that up really well. I think it's really exciting and it's just so nice to hear it from uh and, and it's just getting people used to that there are lots of events going on. I mean, there's more events, I think, since um Parkrun has changed its its uh, rules. I think there's more dog friendly races coming out yeah. right now, aren't there? Yeah, so it's it's definitely. I think. Yeah, they do seem to be. Yeah,
2: yeah. and then, and again, you know, I love the races in in this country, but the the ones out in I've only done France. I'm hoping next year to do one out in um in Holland. I, um, there's one. It's just obviously money and, <laughs> and stuff. um But I'd encourage anyone you know to go and try some of the um, European events that, honestly, and again, all of them. You, you don't have to be fast, you know, an elite. Um, Mark Dunbar, who uh, my friend that got me in, into this, he actually did a webinar. Um, I can't remember when it was, but it must be about a year ago on all the different races that you can do out in France and Germany and Switzerland. Um, you know, so maybe we could get get him on interview. yeah I, I was just interview. thinking that we'll talk yeah, about that yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because he, it's so easy. It's so easy to enter. And again, every, everyone speaks English because we're so bad at, you know, speaking yeah. a foreign language. Yeah, we and it's it's just brilliant because they do these events which, you know, are just longer than a weekend. So, you know, and it's quite a test to kind of like run, you know, race, you know, seven days in, in a row and for the dogs. But you learn so much. You learn different things, um, you know, about yourself and, and your dog by doing events like this.
0: Brilliant. That's just... Uh... I don't know. Have you got anything else, Michelle? I was just going to ask the question. We always try to remember to ask every guest who comes on. We always forget. <laughs> Sometimes forget. And that is just what canny kind of cross kit you race in and what shoes you, you wear. You mentioned shoes briefly earlier, but what what harness um, does everyone have yeah, when are um, racing?
2: So I hope I'm allowed to say I'm, I'm, um, I've been sponsored by... Um, Canicross Cross UK, who um, are the UK distributors for sled work. So um Edna was actually already in a sled work harness before this this happened. So both my dogs are now um kitted out um in the collars, harnesses, and, and the lines. And I absolutely love them. They're lightweight, um, loads of funky colours as well for people that love the colours. Um so again all <laughs> oh yeah, we're we're orange, well orange and green for Ernie. Um, so yeah, so Sled Work highly recommend them. As I said I was using their stuff before um, I became one of their athletes um, and trainers. Um, I discovered again through my friend Mark Dunbar. Um, he said you might want to try these trail. Um, trainers they're from uh decathlon and i can't remember the make of them now but it's Decathlon. <laughs> i know i'm trying to look i, I well, Ke- Kalenji? that's
0: decathlon's own brand isn't it kalenji
2: um no mm. was it wasn't that i'm just quickly looking on my facebook now see if i can find it because I, I did actually on my facebook did put a like a little plug about them because i was amazed um let me just see if i can find it um but yeah, it's uh, Decathlon's own own make, um, and they were absolutely brilliant. I didn't fall, I didn't slip. They were comfy, they're lightweight. Um, they cost, I think they're about eighty pounds. So I ordered them online here. Um, what I'm going to do when I go out in France in October? I'm actually going to pick up another couple of pairs from Decathlon um, oh, yeah. out in France. Um, yeah, they, they were just absolutely brilliant. So. Mm. Um,
1: if you, find, about mate, we'll yeah, if you find out
2: what they are, let us know. Yeah, we'll yeah my, my, mate, my but... phone's frozen now. <laughs> <So> it's <laughs> it's always cool, when you're trying to, trying to find something. I, like,
1: I just hope that people are excited by that. I know I am and I want to get out there again now. It's just warm again today, isn't it? Um, yeah. But I, I just hope that it, it just sort of opens your horizons a bit to what you can do with County cross. It doesn't always have to be, you know, racing is actually good fun, but it doesn't need to be intimidating. I think that's that's what we're getting from you know from you um and you don't have to be really really fast it's just about going in and enjoying it isn't it it's
2: it is, absolutely yeah I've I've loved it I just yeah I can't wait a huge smile on her face so
1: you can see she loved it oh. <laughs>
2: oh, and you know if it's okay so I'm happy I mean I'm I'm at a load of events and I usually do the, the Kenny Cross Midlands at various um events throughout the um the season so if anyone wants to come up and um, talk to me most people know Edna because she's made herself known by escaping and up um, her normal antics um, but yeah happy for anyone to you know to come and chat um, whether it's about the harnesses or um, yeah about TDM um, you know or, yeah. or TSB and you know absolutely anything so
1: brilliant thank you so much for that and thank you so much for coming on we really appreciated that and I'm going to go now and try and work out when I can go and do some of these events yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh thank you so much for inviting me. It's been oh, it's a yeah, pleasure. So if you've enjoyed
1: things. this this Canny Cross Conversation, don't forget to like and share it. And also please leave us for review. But we we'll look forward to uh joining us on the next episode of Canny Cross Conversations.